So what is the difference between the two ideas, desire and intention? Well, there's this idea which has helped me a lot, and, and that's the idea of what is the degree of trust that you have within um, in trust in where you're going and what you're aiming at, I think it it directly correlates to confidence. So I feel the simplest way to break down the difference between intention and desire is when we're coming from a place of intention, it's rooted in this sort of something we could label delusional self-belief, a confidence which um, is not normal to the average show or the system. Meaning that if you're operating from a place of intention, you're probably moving in a way which is not aligned with the external um, programs and expectations that parents, society, in education systems place upon you. When you are acting with intention, something is coming from deep within you rather than from mom or grandpa or the professor. And when you're acting from a place of desire, usually it's, it's not rooted in trust in self, but rooted in the want to um, make sure that you're pleasing the external pressures that are around you. I think that's the simplest nuance there. So intention, something is coming from within. It's not a want, but it's just a pull from within, something that has to be executed upon. And desire is usually, more often than not, it's linked to something external. Someone wants you to be fitting into a certain box. And that's where your desire to fit in comes from. I don't think you could ever say that someone has an intention to fit in. It's a desire to fit in because the, the gap between intention and desire is massive. Intentions coming from your heart, coming from a deep place within, while desire is almost the opposite of that. Yeah, and this means... Desire involves a great deal of force to achieve things and a great deal of energy. So there's, you can feel this kind of tension of, um, in your thoughts, there's often this, I must, I should. And um, on the other hand, intention, it's like, oh, I enjoy doing this. And <clears throat> as you said, like, as I heard you say, I feel this pull towards something and this means it's effortless and this means it's enjoyable and and then suddenly success kind of becomes or is way easier because you enjoy what you do you enter flow and you also don't think about the outcome because you enjoy the journey mm -hmm. while for desire you're focused on the outcome and you're focused on achieving something that you can show someone because you are trying to fit in and you're trying <clears throat> you're trying to uh, fulfill outside expectations yeah that that 
trying to show someone something. Exactly. It's like, where is the thing rooted? Because there's that quote, which we both like, you can do an you can do a healthy thing in a chaotic manner. And you can also do unhealthy things in a centered manner, which is interesting. But before going into that sort of rabbit hole, I do want to touch on what you brought up, that key word, which is force. And that difference between forcing something and then making the pull effortless when when we want when we desire when we force it's coming from this place of scarcity a place of not having and therefore needing or wanting to have and there's nothing wrong with identifying that fact which is you can become more than you currently are but the the key point here is understanding where is your evolution rooted? If it's rooted in a trust in the pole, a spontaneous, um, curious, and intuitive flow toward the advancement of both your intellectual, physical, financial, and spiritual, then awesome. But where is it rooted? If you're aiming to become spiritually advanced, but coming from this place of I, I hate where I'm at now. I, I can't stand who I am currently. See, the, those ideas, they might be all that you have at a certain time in your life, and you might have to use the anger, the scarcity, the fear as fuel in a certain stage of your life. But what I can guarantee you is that should not be occurring your entire life. You you will go through phases and it's okay to use low frequency poles if you're in the lowest of frequencies. But once you start to notice that you're piecing some things together, you want to pay close attention to where you're coming from. Are you aiming to become the best athlete so that you are better than Joe? so you can prove them wrong? Or are you becoming the best athlete so you can share that man who is both physically dominant and intellectually advanced with the world? You see, there's a huge difference in how that feels. One, it's you're just rooted in low frequency, while the other, you're rooted in complete abundance. And that abundance is going to pull you where that abundance comes from. But if you're coming from the other end, your outcome is is almost capped. It's like one, one version is when you have a supercharged car and it's built, it's tuned, it can handle more power. You're just coming from a beautiful place. And then the other side is you're, you're, you're almost running on empty. You're just barely trying to things, – things are falling apart when you come from the wrong place. So it's okay to come from the low frequency places if you're in the lowest of frequencies. But once you start to notice things are working, you have to tap into what is your fuel rooted in? Because if it's rooted in anger or desire, want, scarcity, 
your outcome is going to be aligned with that stuff. These are great points. And I feel especially the scarcity mindset of I don't have enough might be a projection of um, I'm not enough. So there's some self-worth um, in play. And um, this is kind of projected onto everything you do because you're trying to find your self-worth in outside achievements. And this is also when this desire comes up because it means you have to do it because you, you have to kind of fill those holes within you. And, um, and it requires energy. It requires a lot of energy. So this means like when you're in low energy and trying to prove something to someone or to, to yourself, it means you're spending a lot of energy on this endeavor. And this might be a way to burn out. And while on the other hand, when you do something that's aligned with you and you just do it, you know, to share, um, to enjoy yourself and to just build something that you'd like to share with the world, this will give you energy. So intention, locking into intention means um, you gain energy on your journey while using desire means you lose energy. And um, yeah, so one, one way may lead to burnout and the other one to more fulfillment. Of course, it's not black and white, so there might be um, like levels of what is involved, but just being aware of, oh, now desire is creeping in. This means um, I'm running the risk of, um, yeah, of burning out, of feeling low energy. So I feel, again, awareness and observation help a lot um, in becoming aware of where you're at. And also on the journey, because we are all human beings. I mean, falling into desire is is like a normal thing, I feel. And then just being aware of, oh, yeah, I tapped into desire again. And therefore, it was kind of exhausting to do something. And then switch consciously into intention. And then suddenly also things are easier to achieve and easier to do because it's enjoyable and it's in flow. And this is kind of this paradox because it's productive and it's healing at the same time. Mm. Productive and healing at the same time. It's um. There's like a distinction in terms of what is the, the degree of detail that you're able to integrate into you, your being. And one one simple example of that idea is I have to do something versus I get to do something. So I'll hear my mom sometimes. This is just a classic example. It's meant to be enjoyable for her to garden, but then I'll hear her mention things like I have to get outside. And like, right, right. But it feels so much better to say, like, I get to go outside. I'm, I, I am grateful for this opportunity to garden. So you don't have to like overdo it. You don't have to make it into some huge paragraph. It's just a, a couple shifts in the words that you use that changes the entire place of where you're rooted in. When you have to go garden, it's like, what? You have to do it? 
I, I don't know about you, but it's not fun for me when I have to do things. I like to choose to freely do certain things. So when I get to garden, like, hey, cool, let's go do it. Sounds much more fun. It just feels better, right? So, and you mentioned that idea of self-worth. So I think, let's see, how can we quickly tap into that? I feel it comes down to when you value your self-worth and what you feel like, you're going to realize that it's so worthwhile to pay attention to these details that we've expressed and spoken about today. And if you don't value yourself, you're going to think that the details that we talked about today mean nothing. So when you value yourself, you realize that the smallest, air quote, the smallest things actually compound over time. And on the other end, when, when you lack confidence, you just, you're probably so pessimistic, so living in fear that you're close-minded to the point where you won't even consider the things that we've spoken up about today, potentially changing something. So there's no guarantee. I'm not saying that this is going to change everything all at once, but hey, if you feel yourself any sort of closeness to these ideas that we brought up today, listen, we're not telling you to do anything, just simply sharing a few small details that add up over time. So this is your sign right here, right now. If there's any feeling of friction, of tenseness, of closed offness right here with anything that we spoke about today, just take a moment and kind of ponder, where is that feeling coming from? What is that feeling rooted in? Scarcity or abundance, trust or fear. So if you enjoyed anything that we spoke about, I'll have a few things in bio or in description. The first thing, I'll have an email where you can shoot me a message. Um, the first thing, you can let me know, let us know um, in the comments what you found valuable or feel free to directly email me what you found valuable. And on top of that, if you would like more depth, right? This is 15, 20 minutes of pure detail, pure actionable guidance. If you want more of this for your specific situation, just shoot me an email with session in there and give me a little bit of context about your situation, your circumstance. And then we'll see if I can help you out. Um, also, everything I just said goes here. If you want to interact with Myra, let her know something valuable that you learned from her, shoot her a DM on Twitter. That'll be in the description as well. So lastly, if this helped you in any way, it might help someone else. If you have a friend who is interested in this sort of content, share it with them. Tell them what you enjoyed. I'd appreciate that so much. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.